And good afternoon. Welcome, welcome one and all to game time here on a finally Friday afternoon. It is a great day. It is Friday and man, we have got a lot to talk about and to discuss here today. Uh, and we do appreciate you being with us this afternoon as we uh, come to you from, well, I tell you, uh, let's just be honest. We got EP and Steven in our Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And I am uh, on remote location. I am uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas here this afternoon. Steven, how are you, by the way? Well, I'm doing good, Tom. I've uh, been doing some, some radio today. We're closing in on, <laughs> on hour number five, but uh, I'm doing great. Hey, this has been a fun day. Got a lot going on. And uh, how is, uh, how's the road trip, Ben? I know you've been going at it since early this morning. Yeah, uh, honestly, we got up at 4.30 left at 5.30, and I didn't know either one of those came twice in, the, in, in one day, uh, and then went through the largest road construction in the history of mankind. That's the entire state of Oklahoma, by the way. Uh, the entire state, Stephen, is under road construction. It is crazy how long it takes you to get through Oklahoma. You can zip through Texas, you can zip through Arkansas, but you can't zip through Oklahoma. Trust me, uh, we know today. So we did that. I... I we got to tip the hat, EP, to to Stephen. With Ward Ward White's, his father celebrated a birthday today, pretty significant birthday. So Ward Ward was away, and, and we had this 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 little day trip scheduled so we could get up here and do a little movie, and so that put Stephen on the air from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. And without any complaining yet, <laughs> he uh, he's he's done he's done yeoman's duty today. And, and Stephen, seriously, we do appreciate uh, all your hard work today. Well, I mean, it's radio, right, EP? It's it's not that hard to do. Yeah, you get the Iron Man award today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is hard to do. <laughs> to do it right, it is. But we we do appreciate it. All right, Stephen, I, I'm getting bits and pieces of this North Carolina State thing. Yeah, get me up to speed because they're playing baseball right now against Vandy. They are so uh, around twelve fifty today, Tom. I noticed this game was supposed to start at one o'clock, mm-hmm. and it's about ten minutes out. And I just kind of said to Q in the studio, I was like, I haven't heard anybody say anything on TV. Like we're, we got TV, we have the TV on in the studio here. I haven't seen like a, a promotional shot. I haven't seen anything on Twitter about this game it's come up in about 10 minutes it seems kind of weird and well then there was a uh, an announcement from the ncaa that the game was going to be pushed back because of health and safety protocols and slowly information sort of trickled out well nc state is playing vandy today they are playing the game yeah they have 13 players hang on what you did you just say one three 13 13 players they have four pitchers available this afternoon and nine position players. And I'll tell you, Tom, some of the some of the craziness that's gone on, Sam Highfill, who pitched for NC State uh, in the in their Vandy game, I think it was on Tuesday, he's playing first base today, Tom. And he's two for two, by the way. Two for two on the season, two for two today. <laughs> he's got a couple base knocks off Kumar Rocker. Uh, the, the young man that started the game for NC State on the mound, Garrett Payne, he came into this matchup. He had thrown eight and two-thirds innings on the season uh and he did get an he did have an appearance against arkansas but the reason he had an appearance against arkansas tom was because they lost that game 21 to 2 
and they needed him to eat some innings. His ERA coming into this matchup was 7.27. But he got through four innings. He gave up three runs. And all that to say, Vandy's up 3-1 to one going into the uh, top of the sixth inning. Kumar Rocker's on the hill for Vandy, but he's already thrown like 90 pitches. So it's, I mean, it's a undermanned unit, but the Wolfpack are kind of hanging around so far. So you got to get me from point A to point B. Point A for me was JT, uh, JT Jarrett, the second baseman, Yes, COVID sent home. Evan Justice, pitcher, quarantine. Mm-hmm. That's two guys. Yeah. And now you're telling me there's 13 available players. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in quarantine. I don't have the full list, but I know Jose Torres, who hit a big home run against Arkansas in that Super Regional, he's also out today. Uh, The fascinating thing about this too, Tom, is I I saw Kendall Rogers, who you've had on the show, he said this on Twitter earlier today when all this news Mm -hmm. was breaking. He said if you're vaccinated, you don't have to get tested. So... I don't know if a vaccination exempts you from contact tracing, but regardless of how people feel about the vaccine, I mean, a big part of this, Tom, is that NC State obviously doesn't have their team fully vaccinated, and because of that, they were subject to COVID tests, and this is just a horrible way. If they And again, they're hanging around. It's the bottom of the sixth. Vandy's up 3-1. NC State's at the plate. They've made Rocker work hard. He's thrown 90 pitches through five innings, but... I mean, this would be such a terrible way for the Wolfpack to go out if they lose these two games because I can't imagine if these guys are out today, I don't think they'll be back tomorrow. So, Well, that was my, yeah, yeah. That was my question. The quarantine situation, are they going to be available tomorrow? Well, I, I can't answer that. I haven't seen clarity on it. Typically, these quarantines, as we know, are you know 10 days to 14 days. But I have no idea if the, if the NCAA could – institute something where hey you know if you if you test negative today you're good i honestly didn't even think about it tom like i didn't i, I should have because baylor i mean we saw baylor baseball they uh were, were without some guys you know really for for weeks on end but especially in the big 12 tournament due to covid19 protocols but i forgot they were this was even a possibility i forgot they were even still testing uh but obviously they are and yeah, NC State. I and again, I don't know. They've thrown, they've had two guys on the mound so far. They have four available. I have no idea if they get any more available tomorrow. But if they don't, then you're talking about having right now two guys for tomorrow who have not pitched. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and you cannot. Well, I say you cannot. You should not run these guys that are run that you're running out there today and then turn around and ask them to perform at a high level tomorrow. No, That's no, just you can't. unfair. That's just silly. And I, I don't know what's like Sam Highfield is available. He's playing first base today. I don't know if he could come back on short rest tomorrow. But, I mean, obviously in that case, they would have to get somebody else on first base too. So these are questions I don't have the answer to. I just know they're doing their best out there. It's a 3-1 ball game in the sixth. Uh, but this is uh, like worst-case scenario for – um, Coach Avant and, MC, and NC State. And they were rolling, Tom, coming into this game. I mean, they were just absolutely, yeah. absolutely on fire. Yeah, I mean, they were as hot as anybody in America. And, and 
You know, it, the ultimate goal, when we, we talk about this all the time, we talk about it when we're talking about the football playoff system, we talk about it when we talk about, you know, March Madness, the ultimate goal is to crown and find the best team in the country at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate goal. And unfortunately, NC State, it, it, shorthanded as they are, this is not a fair test for NC State. But give them credit. I mean, what else can they do other than, you know, you go play second, you go play short. Hey, who can catch and let's go play. Right. That's, I mean, it's very unfortunate for, for, for uh, the, the Wolfpack. Very unfortunate. Yeah, the uh, the reliever who was in in this last inning, uh, his name's Feeney. He came in for uh, Garrett Payne, the NC State starter. His ERA was in the 11s, and he got a big strikeout with the bases loaded in that last half inning. And you could see the, the coach in the dugout just fist pumping because he knows. I mean, who knows what happens? It, it, Vandy might score seven runs in the seventh. I don't know. But he understands that his guys are out there fighting and clawing and at least giving them a chance today. Uh, as, as they're still in this game at 3-1 to one here in the sixth. And, 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 you know, Stephen, as you know, if, if you're playing matchups, that's out the window. Uh, and you're going to ride a guy longer. You, he, I mean, he's got, you know, let's pretend he only, uh, his plan is to pitch two guys today and two guys tomorrow. Well, guess what? He's got the second guy on the mound. He yep. stays, no yep. matter what. He stays. Yeah. And, and that's just, man, that is just a bad, bad situation. Do we know how this all began? Was It, it, was, it was just testing? It was a positive test today. I, I don't know who it was that tested positive, but it was a positive test today that led to all the contact tracing. And I'm surprised. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be. You know, baseball, one of the things we talked about when the baseball season started was an advantage here could be it's outdoors and guys are a little more spread out. But this was mm-hmm. obviously a situation, Tom, where we had a lot of close contacts because you only have 13 guys available to play today. Steven, don't, and, you, and think, you, know, Steven, don't you think it just came out of the blue? Because I've been watching ESPN all day. And then uh, I guess about 11 o'clock, I – I drifted away from uh, the computer for a while, and then all of a sudden the story breaks. It was no, yeah, and that's that's what I said to Tom early. It was it was crazy because we got about ten minutes before when the game was supposed to start, and I just sort of thought to myself, nobody's mentioned this game. That's kind of odd. I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big game in college baseball, uh, and then that news came out. You're right, EP. It's it's been a wild couple hours um, in, in and, Omaha. And, and here's the other thing to think about. What about contact tracing with their opponents? I mean, you know, if, if there's so many guys that are out with contact tracing from NC State, you know, the what about the first baseman in close contact with the base runners and the catcher close contact with, with the hitters? So mm-hmm. do the, are the opponents, any opponents in, in any kind of contact tracing because of this situation? Right, and, and we, can, we can come back with this topic too, but uh, – I know it's trickier because you have you have other teams involved and you can't just shut everything down. But in the uh, six-man state championship, Tom, we saw – I can't remember which team it was that had some COVID issues. And they went ahead and rescheduled that state title game so they wouldn't have to mm-hmm. postpone and so that team wouldn't have to play under man. And I don't know if that was considered with the NCAA – with the NC State situation, but – it's a tough deal for the Wolfpack. Uh, it is game time at 4.30 today. We're going to talk with Robert Flores from MLB Network. We'll also have our daily Rangers roundup at 5 o'clock. We'll talk with Chris Vanini from The Athletic. He covers the uh, group of five schools in college football, and he wrote a story today about how could this help them 
uh, with the expanded 12-team playoff. 5.30 grab bag. I'm Stephen Simcox, Tom Barfield on the road, EP Garth here with me in studio. Coming up next, we'll talk about UT getting a win last night, and we'll stay with this Vandy NC State topic as well. This is ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see increasing clouds tonight with low temperatures falling to around 76 degrees. And your weekend forecast, decreasing clouds tomorrow. It's going to be another hot and humid day. 96, the higher heat index at 102. And on Sunday, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of showers and storms late in the day and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on the john morris show frank was just such a gentleman such a great representative of baylor university and it wasn't just baylor i mean he was doing the baylor games but he was so well respected that he was doing southwest conference basketball tv games every week and the other coaches in the southwest conference were okay with that just because frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, when you're dealing go ahead. with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Green Up Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dining, seating, drive through and delivery. Now you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Jessup Housing in Waco, a premier affordable manufactured home builder, is looking for skilled workers at two of their locations to join their team. Paying up to $18.50 per hour to start, they also offer free health insurance, production bonuses, paid holidays and vacations, 401k with company match, and opportunities for advancement. Apply in person at Jessup Housing today at 1101 Foundation Drive in Waco or 1001 West Loop 340 in Waco or apply online at jessuphousing.com. Join the Jessup Housing family today. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. 
And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 800-707-9709. 800-707-9709. That's 800-707-9709. All right, welcome back into game time here on a Friday afternoon. Tom, Stephen, and the EP, we're glad you're with us. All right, Stephen, did you get – I know you were kind of busy with the newborn. I get, I get that. But with the game got delayed last night because of weather. The, uh, we're talking about the uh, Longhorns in Virginia. Did you get to see any of the game? Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, it, that was the perfect time frame for, like, the midnight feeding. So I got to watch <laughs> – a good portion of the end of that game and saw Zach Zubia clear the bases with the, with the devil. Virginia fought hard all the way through, but nice, nice win for the horns last night. Yeah. Texas was up two to nothing. I, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the Virginia home run, mm-hmm. uh, that ball may still be in flight. <laughs> he cranked never, it. I mean, he, he, he turned on that baseball and, and I mean, I don't know if you go watch the replay. Well, if you didn't notice but he's looking up. Yeah, he's like that it, ball went up in the air. It was funny, you know. Usually you run into the ball, and of course you turn on one, but you want to keep your swing level. And he like uppercut swing swung that thing. I mean, it was like his bat was going up as he made contact, but he still got all of it. And that was a moonshot to tie that ball game up. But credit Texas for coming back and getting it done uh, and, and finding a way to to salt that game away. But. Yeah, a good one uh, between those two teams yesterday. That was absolutely crazy. I mean, I was, you know, my first thought was, okay, there's analytics at its best. The swing plane has got the 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 upper trajectory, and anyway, so uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an unbelievable shot that tied the game at two apiece. But then Texas came back and got a run of the eighth, three more in the ninth, and they went at six to two. Now tonight. Texas and Mississippi State and again Stephen they continue in that must win mode they've got to win tonight to uh, to play tomorrow they do and I guess Tom you know it's, it's always a tricky thing because you can you can never really measure this stuff but how much do you think it matters Texas has built some momentum over the past couple of days they, they've won a few games Mississippi State it's what you want if you're a team but they've just kind of been sitting there with that 2-0 record. Uh, does that factor in at all, you know, when a, when a group like Texas has been playing? Obviously, it means they have some issues with, with roster management, but it also means they're, they're in a pretty good rhythm at the moment. Well, you know baseball players, what do they like to do? Play baseball. They don't mm-hmm. like to practice. They don't like to sit around. They like to play baseball. The format that we that we use in the College World Series, you know, it basically requires you to, if you win, you're getting well. Even when you lose early, you get you're getting days off, and I think that could be beneficial when you when you take an L. But when you, but when you're winning, you want to go play. I think uh, you know because I've you, you talk to any of these coaches, players want to play. They don't want to practice. They don't want you know. They know that they got to get in the cage. They know they got to take infield and you know in and out. And they know they got they got you know fungo that that they got to take. But man, they would much rather strap it on and go play an, an opponent and I, I yeah I mean I think that you know with Texas having won a couple of ball games feeling pretty good about themselves I think they probably got their pitching uh 
back manageable, back to to where they can they can kind of control things. And I I, I kind of like Texas's chance tonight. Well, and, and they got to find a way to make contact today. Uh, I mean, you you mentioned it earlier this week. They struck out thirty nine times against Mississippi State, and this is not a Texas team. I mean, they've got some power hitters, but they make contact. They move around in the running game. Uh, you know, they have some speedsters. That's not their mo is to to miss swing and miss a lot so you would imagine maybe the offense approach is a little different tonight but you, you have to put the ball in play and put pressure on the mississippi state defense to make plays and i don't know if you got to see much of that game against mississippi state the other night uh, their, their first go around the, they had no plate discipline whatsoever none i mean they were swinging steven at balls in the dirt they were swinging at balls six inches off the plate. I think David Pierce is going to be aggressive with them uh, early in the count, you know, and just try to get the ball in play, and, you know, where maybe they can exhale and just go play the game. But you're right. If you go back to February when they played up at Globe Life Field, and then you go to the, the other day where they played in, in Omaha, the two 18, 18 innings of baseball, Texas and Mississippi State, and they have punched out 39 times. You can't do that tonight. You, you've got to get the ball in play. Put the, you know, it, I don't care if it's a routine ground ball. Make Mississippi State make a play. It, it, right now, they can, you know, get a lawn chair and, and have a picnic because there's nobody getting the ball in play. Right, and, and not facing Will Bender will help with that because uh, <laughs> yes. he, he's pretty good, but y- you do. You have to find a way to, to get the, the running game moving, you know, whether it's Antico or Faltini. Um, those guys have to be aggressive on the base pass, and then that allows, you know, your your big, your big hitters like Melendez and Zubia and, and Cam Williams to to move those players over and get them across. So, uh, I, I like Texas tonight too. I think this is going to go to a winner take all situation, and and then we'll see sort of who they have left for that final game, that final push. But I, I think there's a good chance they they extend their season this evening. Should be fun tonight as uh, Texas takes on Mississippi State. And uh, we'll also keep you posted on the uh, the game that's underway right now, Vanderbilt and NC State. All right, it is a 426. When we come back, we are going to talk to former KWTX sports director and current MLB host, Robert Flores. We do that next right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, 
you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. Paid for by Protect My Car. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call for details. Yo, where's your car? Man, my engine blew, and I can't afford to get it fixed. So no car for me. Oh, man. That's why I got me an extended service plan. That way, that blown engine would have cost you nothing to repair. Hold up. You're saying if I had gotten that plan before my engine blew, I could have got it fixed and paid nothing? You got that right. Drivers covered by Protect My Car will not have to pay for any covered repair bill ever again. Man, I really should have called and got my car covered before this huge repair bill hit. If you own a car, truck or SUV made from 1999 or higher? Call 800-609-5638 right now to see if your car qualifies. All repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Just call 800-609-5638 and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. Call 800-609-5638 right now. Call now to find out how you pay nothing for auto repairs. Call 800-609-5638. That's 800-609-5638. We get you. You're the kind of fan who watches a Rangers game and thinks, that bat would totally complete my dining room. Or maybe, I've got the perfect spot for that base. You're the reason we created the Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com authentics. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor Director of Athletics Mac Rhodes joined Game Time on Thursday. He discussed the 12-team playoff and how he thinks it's positive for college football. I think we were all anticipating expansion, but I think we were we were probably locked in at, at six or eight, and so the 12. 12- I think caught us off guard and, and surprised us a little bit. And so it took me probably 24 hours to, to, to digest. But, um, you know, in a, in a number of ways, it's, it's really positive. I think it's really positive for, for college football. Texas defeated Virginia 6-2 on Thursday night to stay alive in the College World Series. They will now have to beat Mississippi State twice. They play the Bulldogs tonight at 6 o'clock. Rangers-Royals broadcast at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> Boy, we're coming up with some great bump music. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. EP and Steven back in our studios. Uh, in Waco, and I'm in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and we welcome you into the program. And we say hello to Robert Flores. Robert, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. Was that the greatest American hero theme? Yes, you know, it was. <laughs> it, it, it certainly was. See, we do some we do some interesting things coming back uh, from commercial break, Robert. <laughs> Love it's, it. Uh, yeah, indeed. Hey, uh, first of all, thanks for for your time, uh, Robert. For those who don't know, Robert uh, used to used to do a little Channel Ten KWTX work, and now he's with the uh, MLB Network and uh, MLB uh, Central. Uh, Robert, you're a Houstonian, aren't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. born and raised. 
So let's talk about your Astros. They seem to be playing fairly well right now. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, they're playing the best baseball right now uh, in, in in the major leagues. I mean, offensively, uh, they've just been hammering people. Now, look, their last two series, I mean, the Orioles uh, are a team that struggles. The Tigers are, you know, not quite there yet. But before that. Uh, they swept the Chicago White Sox in a four-game series. They took care of the Texas Rangers in two. So uh, this, this is a team that has really just been offensively finding their groove. And, and also you look at uh, what they're getting from the starting rotation. That, I think, is one of the things that separates them uh, from some of the other teams right now. And certainly, look, it's a two-team race in the American League West. That, that's not a big surprise. It's uh, It's the Astros and the A's and I picked the Astros to win the division before the season began, um, but yeah, man, they're they're rolling right now. And when you look at when you consider that they're not really getting anything from, uh, you know, Alex Bregman's on the injured list, and even before he was on the injured list, he wasn't at his MVP form. So this is a lineup that is long. It you know it's it, it has got depth, it's got length, and uh, they're devastating right now. Robert, let's, let's talk about the team that we follow uh, in, in the Waco Central Texas area, in the Texas Rangers, that we're obviously yeah. an affiliate of the Rangers. It, mm-hmm. it, it, we keep hearing rebuild. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. And right now they're trying to find the pieces. But how do they go about finding that, that main piece that they build this team around? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, look, um, you know, they got Kyle Gibson. I, I think that he, I mean, he's been fantastic, man. I mean, you take away from uh, his opening day start uh, against the Kansas City Royals, he has been uh, really, really good. I think the tricky thing with the Texas Rangers is that um, you just opened up a brand-new stadium, uh, and this is the first year you have fans. So it's a little tricky, It like, optically, it's a tough thing to pull off. Hey, here's a brand new stadium. Spent a whole lot of money. Taxpayers spent a whole lot of money. Yeah, the stadium's beautiful. It's awesome. And oh, by the way, we're rebuilding. That is a little. It's dicey. I get it. It's it, it's tough. Um, but I mean, look, they need help. Uh, they they need help in the farm system. They need help at the big league level. They just need really good players. And if that means you got to trade Kyle Gibson and Joey Gallo, you know maybe you should do that. Um, but yeah, they're in a they're in a tough spot. It, it's it's tricky. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces when you consider the Texas Rangers. All right, uh, we got to get to it. Let's talk about the foreign substance situation. Uh huh. This has been going on for a long time. Why now? Why in the middle of the season does does Major League Baseball say no? Nope, yeah. We're done with this. Well, here here is the, uh, the the here's part of the narrative that I think uh, is a little bit of a uh, of a false one. This idea that Major League Baseball all of a sudden came up and said, "Okay, we're making changes." That's not exactly what's going on or what went down. These pitchers and these teams and these club representatives and the front offices were told in spring training, "Hey, you know what?" We're going to have to crack down because some people are taking this a little bit too far. Rosin, sunscreen, that's fine. Got it. We, we know you have to grip the baseball. That's fine. But 
you know, some of some of you guys, not saying not naming naming names, but some of you are taking it a little too far. So we're we're giving you all of spring training to clean it up, figure it out, and do it right. So this has been coming. These players were these pitchers, the teams, they were warned. And you're starting to see that since this the talk of of we're going to crack down and the new guidelines since they've gone in place, spin rates are down, batting averages are up, hits are up, runs are up. So is it the ideal thing? No. Is it difficult for pitchers to adjust? Yes. Does there some does something need to be done, say, next season for more uniformity? Yes. Well, I think we see some sort of uh, maybe we see a baseball like they have in Japan that's already got some tackiness to it, or maybe a, a kind of a, uh, a chamois type rag that is put on the mound next to the rosin bag that has some substance to it that is uh, available to all players. Yes, but right now, I think it's going rather well. Robert, you know, we, we've seen some tempers flare, like with Max Scherzer and, and Joe Girardi. Uh, we saw Sergio Romo have some fun with. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, getting checked. Do you think eventually, though, this will become a, a more common practice and, and some of that stuff will kind of get worked out as, as pitchers and managers get used to th- the process of, of checking this and, and going about it during a game? Yeah, and I think you're already seeing that. I mean, you, you mentioned really the two cases that were the ones that gained the most traction on social media. Uh, Sergio Romo, I mean, he, he drops his drawer, or, you know, we nearly <laughs> see, uh, see him in his drawers, which is, is, which is hilarious. And, and to be fair, I, I think the Max Scherzer situation was unique in that I think what kind of made it so bizarre and so unusual is that Joe Girardi asked for the check. It, you know, it, the umpires had already checked, checked Max Scherzer twice. It was Girardi himself that had requested that third time, which I, I thought was a, which was a bit weird, and I didn't think it made the Phillies or Joe Girardi look particularly well. But aside from that, everything has gone pretty smoothly, uh, as far as I can tell. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to take time for pitchers to adjust. But, I mean, you're talking about these are the best, most talented pitchers in the world. Um, it's going to take some time, but they'll figure it out. A player I wanted to ask you about, uh, Shohei Otani. You know, he's just he, he's doing amazing things every night. He's hitting home runs. He comes in the game and pitches. Uh, do you sort of run out of ways to describe the fact that he's sort of treating Major League Baseball like it's a, a little league game in some ways? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't look on our show on MLB Central, which airs at 9 a.m. Waco time, Central Texas time, Monday through Friday. Uh, it is we talk about him a lot. And yet, I don't feel like we talk about him enough to do what he's doing <laughs> as a pitcher and a hitter, and that he's elite at both against the best in the world. It's remarkable. Um, I'm glad he's going to be doing the home run derby. Uh, I hope we get to see him pitch and hit at the All Star game. Um, I know he's going to be exhausted when it's all said and done, especially when you when you consider uh, where the game is being held. Uh, that altitude, it has an effect on your body, and it does uh, have last, some, some lasting effects as well. Uh, so, but, but he is so important to the game of baseball that I'm, I'm glad he's going to be uh, uh, doing the home run derby, and I hope we get to see him do a whole bunch more uh, during All-Star Week. 
As we get closer to the All-Star break, what team, Robert, has surprised you the most, either in a, in a good or bad way, relative to expectations? I'll give you two. One, the San Francisco Giants for being a good surprise mm-hmm. and the, the puzzling uh, bad surprise, if you want to call it that, the Minnesota Twins. Um, I, I thought that they were going to challenge the Chicago White Sox uh, for the division title. I thought the White Sox would win that division, but I still thought that the Twins would be in the mix. I thought that they could be in the mix for a wild card spot, but they just haven't been able to put it together. Now Byron Buxton is gone again after being hit by a pitch on the on the hand. The San Francisco Giants, I mean, their starting rotation has been unbelievable. Uh, Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, these guys are Evan Longoria before he went down with an injury. These guys are all having career resurgences, like career renaissance, and whether or not they can keep it up, I don't know. I still think the Dodgers win that division, but I do think both of the wild cards in the National League West will come out, I'm sorry, out of the National League, will come out of the West in both the Padres and the Giants. Robert, uh, MLB Central, you mentioned MLB Central week, uh, weekdays at 9 a.m. It's not just scores and highlights. Talk, talk a little bit about your show and, and some of the things that you guys bring to the table. Well, I like to think of it as uh, it's it's a baseball show, but even casual baseball fans can can enjoy it. Uh, Mark Chirosa and Lauren Shahadi, my my co-host. I mean, Dero played for the Texas Rangers uh, for for a couple of years back in the day, and he credits uh, Rudy Jaramillo for uh, for saving his major league career uh, when he got to Arlington. So, um, I, I think Mark Chirosa is the best analyst I've ever worked with in TV. Um, he's that good. Um, he, he can break down uh, the game and swings and what's going on and really give fans a, a behind-the-curtain peek at, at what's going on during the game and, and preparation like that and, and really make it digestible and entertaining for, for the TV audience. So uh, we, we have a lot of fun. Like I said, it's, it's definitely a, a baseball a show for the hardcore baseball fan, but we also have some fun, too, that, that even the casual uh, baseball fan would enjoy as well. Hey, Robert, it is great to catch up with you again. Appreciate your time today. You got it, guys. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That is Robert Flores from MLB uh, uh, Network and the uh, MLB Central program. Hey, Stephen, I ran into Robert, believe it or not, in Bristol, Connecticut, when he was at ESPN. We uh, we went and visited the mothership when Baylor was playing UConn one, uh, one weekend and, and uh, went and visited uh, ESPN and, and lo and behold, run into Robert Flores. So, uh, very cool. And, and, you know, we kind of, he's a Houstonian, but we, we take, uh, we take credit for Robert since he's, he worked in Channel 10 <laughs> for all those years. So, but, you know, he's, he's away from him. All right. Uh, 442. It's 18 now in front of five. We're going to take a second to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Of course, certified by JD Power again this year as the winner of the customer first award for excellence. Ram is the three peat motor trend truck of the year. And uh, it's the top safety pick for trucks in 2021. And you can come out and check out the great-looking, dependable 2020, 2021 Ram trucks. And, uh, of course, they have the Jeep vehicles and Jeep Freedom Days going on right now. See the most decorated SUV available. And, of course, featuring the uh, incredible 2021 Jeeps with innovative technology to meet your lifestyle 
and give you the ride you've been looking for. Told you my wife owns a Jeep, loves it, won't give it up. I've tried to take it from her. She won't let me have it, but uh, it, it, it's just one of those deals, you know. So uh, uh, you you can own a Jeep as well from Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You want to check them out online before you go kick a tire? Maybe that's what you want to do. You want to check them out online and then go kick a tire or two this evening after the sun goes down. <laughs> AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. You can check out all the vehicles right there. AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor Director of Athletics Mac Rhodes joined Game Time on Thursday. He discussed the 12 team playoff and how he thinks it's positive for college football. I think we were all anticipating expansion but i think we were we were probably locked in at at six or eight and so the 12 i think caught us off guard and and surprised us a little bit and so took me probably 24 hours to to, to digest but um you know in a a number of ways it's it's really positive i think it's really positive for for college football texas defeated virginia six to two on thursday night to stay alive in the college world series they will now have to beat mississippi state twice they play the bulldogs tonight at six o'clock Rangers-Royals broadcast at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Frischella, our guest. It's historic for the university, for the Big 12, for the state of Texas, and, uh, you know, it couldn't have happened to a finer group of kids. That That's for sure. And uh, it's crazy, John, but in this competitive league that you and I are a part of, and as much as there's a, um, I, you know, I don't want to say animosity because I don't feel the animosity anymore um, among coaches. I, I feel like this incredible pride, A, in the league, and B, the competitiveness night in, night out. But I guarantee you there were a lot of happy coaches uh for Scott and Baylor because they represented the league so well because you and I have been talking about this the last decade decade or so. Yes. Over the last decade, it has been the best league in college basketball. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Jeep Freedom Day sales event is going on right now at Freedom Country in Killeen. And you can catch a great deal on hundreds of vehicles, both in-store or online. And every new Jeep comes with a membership to America's most valuable customer care program, the Jeep Wave Customer Care Program. Get worry-free maintenance for your new Jeep at no additional cost. Come see why you can always buy for less in Killeen. Visit us in-store or online at freedomcountry.com. We're making car buying easy with five makes, two stores, all in one location at Freedom Country. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? 
the pickup outfitters we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco. We're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. I was taking shot after shot, got in the car, and saw those red and blue lights. I wasn't able to find a decent job for four years from one DWI. Learn about the real cost of drunk driving at facesofdrunkdriving.com. Sponsored by TechStock. Tonight at the Waco Hippodrome Theater, Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment proudly present country legend Doug Stone. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. I need a jukebox with a country song. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, it is that time of the day. Time for us to talk some Texas Ranger baseball here on uh, ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox, E.P. Garth, we're glad you're with us. Stephen, did you uh, did you get a chance to see any of the game last night? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, I watched a good bit of it yesterday afternoon because it was on uh, yeah, yeah, leading yeah, into our show. Yeah, it was yesterday afternoon. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, so the top of the order was just horrendous. Uh, Connor Falefa, Lowe, Adolis Garcia, and Joey Gallo combined to go one for 14. Kind of hard to beat. You, you can't win an inter-squad, inter-squad scrimmage when you're one for 14 at the top of the order like that. No, that's not ideal. Uh, you know, Adolis had, was up in some big situations. He hit into a double play at one point. Gallo has kind of been hot and cold all year. It wasn't his night. And, I mean, that's just been the issue all season, um, among others. But how many consistent bats do they really have in the lineup? I think Garcia has been the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Nate Lowe and David Dahl have kind of had their moments. Dahl's out with an injury now. Joey Gallo can hit a home run. But for the most part, it's a bunch of guys that are kind of going through hot and cold streaks. Honestly, your most consistent hitter aside from Adolis and Isaiah Connor Falefa might be Nick Solak, and he's he's one of your utility guys. So that's not a recipe for success. And a guy that's getting some, starting to get some ABs now. We talked about him the other day. Is Eli White? And he he goes two for three in the game yesterday. So it's like okay, it's your turn to be hot. It's your turn to be the the guy. But uh, you, they can't put three or four guys together right now and, and do that. And so therefore the the Athletics win five to one and. Man, it, when is the last time Texas has won a series? I think you've got to go back to the Houston series at Globe Life. When they swept them, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It's been a, a downhill spiral since then, starting with uh, a rough time there against the Giants. Uh, you know, they end up splitting this series with the Athletics, which was one of their better efforts in a while. But the losses are starting to pile up in a hurry. The funny thing about Texas is they're competitive and a good number of these games, they just keep losing. So, you know, it, it doesn't really matter, I guess, if you're not finding a way to win. But Eli White's a good name to mention. He's really fast. His speed is disruptive. You know, he got hit by a pitch yesterday and was able to take second and third on a wild pitch and then scored uh, a run to get the Rangers on the board. So um, I'm all for giving him more chances because 
if he can find a way to get on, then he can do uh, he can do some special things and be a nuisance on that base path. You know, Robert Flores mentioned the new ballpark uh, when we were visiting with Robert Flores from the MLB Network a few minutes ago here on Game Time. He mentioned the new ballpark, but at some point, when this team is, you know, thirty games under five hundred, and football season is is dominating the the the, the front page of the sports page uh do you see do you anticipate fans just going you know what yell yell at me next february and let's see where you're at well yeah i mean i think there might be enough pull there might be enough people at this point in the year who still haven't seen the new park to get there but eventually that novelty wears off and it is bad timing as as flores laid out there like you're opening the new park who are you going to see you don't know uh, that's that's not what you want, and eventually Texas is going to have to decide. Okay, when does this building process really start? Because we have this great facility, but we need people to get in the seats, and you know we we need them to like and enjoy the players that are on the field. Are, are you at a point to where you know what? Okay, as as we approach the trade deadline, let's move some people. Let's see if we can't go get some younger people and see what they're about. But you know. Kyle Gibson, see you later. Joey Gallo, see you later. Are you ready to move those guys? I would be interested in moving Gallo because I think there's some value for him. And I, I just I feel like Joey Gallo is who he is. He's a good defensive player. He's someone that hits home runs. He's not going to be able to really do much more than that. Um, you know, I think even Kyle Gibson might be someone you have to at least make calls about because I, I, I just don't know how consistent he's going to be. I would hold on to Garcia. I would hold on to Falefa. But, yeah, I think you do have to be, you have to be a seller at the deadline. Like, you're not in contention. You can't just stay pat. You have to make some moves, Tom. Do, where do you put Gallo in the lineup? I mean, I, I'm sitting here thinking about Gallo. Is he, you know, he, he, his job is to drive in runs. I mean, let's be honest. His job is to drive in runs. And, and he's, when he runs into it, he hits it six miles. I, I get that. But, man, for a guy that strikes out as much as he does, can you expect him to hit in the middle of the order and be productive consistently and drive in the guys at the top of the order? I don't know if you can expect him to. I just don't know where else you put him. I mean, are you going to put him towards the bottom of the order? He's, he's an imperfect player, but I think he's also still one of the better options you have. I don't know who you move up unless you're moving somebody up like Solak or Falefa who are just going to make contact. I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, part of scoring runs is getting guys on base and then bringing them around. It's really hard to do that if you're not hitting the ball. But at the same time, um, the power bats in this lineup are few and far between. He's he's one of the few. So I, I would, yeah, I'd keep him in that middle middle of the lineup role. All right, it is uh, four fifty four. It's uh, six away from five, and the Rangers and the Royals they got a chance in this one, don't they? You would think so. Yeah, Kansas City is also you know a team that struggled. Um, and, and we'll see kind of how it plays out, but this is a series you would think they could come away with, with potentially two out of three. Um, Dane Dunning tonight, he's been hot and cold. So I I don't know how much you can expect uh, on Friday, but these are, these are winnable games for sure. Our broadcast of the uh, Rangers and the Royals begins at 6.30 tonight and then uh, the first pitch just after 7 o'clock and we'll have the play-by-play right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom and, and Stephen and EP, we're glad you're with us. Our 4 o'clock hour 
is uh, brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. We're going to take a second here, and we are going to talk about our good friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation is built one customer at a time, and they've got a simple objective, and it's this. Make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. You know, they're Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal buildings component distributor. And if you're in the uh, if you're in, if you're in the the market to to build a uh, a barn dominium and that of course right now seems to be the hottest thing going and, and you're really not sure how to get started, where to turn, what to do, it's simple. Turn to Pioneer Steel and Pipe and they can help you find the best contractor. For your project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'd be happy to uh, get you started and point you in the right direction. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a couple of locations. They're down in Bryan and also uh, here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane. And they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, and they're open on Saturday again tomorrow from 8 until noon. Go see John and uh, really go see Braden. He's he's the dude that runs the show uh, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, remember, you can check them out 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what, did you, what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 to the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, July 3rd and Sunday, July 4th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, July 3rd from 9 to 5 and July 4th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. 
Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. All right, welcome back to ESPN Central Texas, hour number two of game time, five o'clock hour coming your way. Steven Simcox, Tom Barfield, and we're now joined on the phone lines by Chris Vanini from The Athletic. He covers college football and does a really good job on the uh, the group of five beat, and he wrote an article in The Athletic. Uh, could college football playoff expansion of 12 teams eliminate the group of five level uh, or eliminate the group of five label, excuse me. Chris, appreciate you joining us on the show today. Um, first off, I, I guess, you know, one of the things that people were excited about when the BCS got eliminated and we went to this playoff system was, in theory, it should provide more opportunities for, you know, smaller schools to have a chance against bigger schools to pull off some of those upsets that we didn't really see in the national championship game in the BCS format. Uh, so how much frustration was there from some of the smaller conferences around the nation that there obviously was not much respect for them in the eyes of the committee the past few years. Yeah, there, there was a lot, and there was a lot of people who felt like the the bar changed because back when we only had to worry about the top two, you know, we saw Boise State and TCU, you know, get into the top five. Utah get into the top five when they were undefeated sometimes. Then suddenly we have a 14 playoff and undefeated UCF twice, undefeated Cincinnati. They can only get up to number eight. So it kind of felt like, no matter what the criteria is, they're always just going to be sitting out on the outside of it. So this 12-team format, the six highest-ranked conference champions, no matter your conference, means at least one group of five team will be in. But technically two could be. We could have a weird situation some years where there could be two. So, you know, an AD from a group of five school told me he couldn't have drawn up a better, you know, playoff idea that would be beneficial to the group of five than this. So you said there, this is going to be beneficial for them. Um, you know, how much of an immediate impact just getting to play in these games could this do from potentially a recruiting standpoint? Because that's one of the things that, you know, coaches and administrators talk to you about in the piece is this, I guess, does give them a, a, another selling point when talking about coming to play for them. Yeah, I mean, if even if you're coaching at Kansas, you could say, hey, you know, we have a path to the college football playoff if we win the Big 12. Mm -hmm. Don't go to, you know, 
Memphis because they're never going to have an actual chance to get in there. Now those top group of five schools, you know, Ryan Silverfield, the head coach of Memphis, told me he's like, you know, we can tell kids now that everything you want to accomplish, you can do at a power five school, you can do here now because it's an even playing field. The AD at Houston, Chris Pesman, told me, he was like, you know, it removes that barrier with such a negative recruiting aspect often used against them now that's not there anymore now you have a better chance of going to the playoff if you're at a top group of five school than if you're at a lower power five school chris with your conversations with with these ad's and these in these conference commissioners in in the group of five did any of them talk about still feeling that maybe because of a, a the selection committee that if these at large spots may not go to to these group of five schools and and they still may be slighted yeah i I mean it's going to be hard i mean it's not in general we don't have situations where there are two group of five teams in the top 12 to begin with i mean last year you know you i made the case that coast carolina should have been a top 10 team along with cincinnati and they weren't but they should have been and so i mean the fact that we're not getting it now tells me that unless you have you know a boise state that goes 11 and one and you know, beats a beats a good Big Twelve team like Oklahoma State, and they and they don't get the auto bid. They could be in the mix. I mean, you just you got to get a second team into the top fifteen ish to have a shot, and history shows that's pretty tough. So uh, it's not like there's going to be many of those situations to begin with. Uh, you know, a team down the road for us that's that's in the American SMU, Chris. I, I don't know how much time you've had to dig into their roster yet, but uh, obviously Sonny Dykes has done a nice job as of late, and this opens up some opportunities for them. What do you think about um, their potential this season with, with Tanner Mordecai there at quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that's really the big question. It's just what's the quarterback play going to be? Shane Bouchelle was such a huge addition a couple of years back, transferring from Texas. He, he really made everything go. It all starts with there with, with that offense that they run. So Tanner Mordecai, you know, Preston Stone, if he happens to really impress. Uh, they got to get that figured out. But other than that, I mean, they're they're set at, at running back. They got some good pass catchers. The defense has been a bit of a problem with the past you know number of years. But they just got to get average at that spot. Um, but I, if they if they can if the quarterback play is there, they should once again be com- competing for the the conference title uh, once again. And you mentioned Kansas. We're talking with Chris Vanini uh, from the Athletic who covers college football. You were just kind of using an example, Chris, but you mentioned Kansas, and that made me think of Lance Leipold, who's coming over from Buffalo. Uh, I know that's such a tough job, and it obviously did not work with Les Miles, and the allegations that came up against him led to his dismissal. But what do you think about Lance and his ability to try to turn that KU program around? You know, he's a guy who he's won everywhere he's been. You know, he goes to Wisconsin Whitewater D3 and wins, like, six national championships, takes Buffalo and takes them to multiple bowl games for the first time, wins two division championships. So the guy has simply just won everywhere he's been, so I wouldn't bet against him. But it's going to take some time. I, I mean, there's a reason he got a pretty long contract. Uh, they were in a tough spot. The recruiting picked up a bit under Les Miles, but the scholarship situation, they still got to get that figured out. They've added a number of good players, I think, from Buffalo to, to help in the short term. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say Kansas is going to compete with the Big 12 at all, but just simply mm-hmm. getting back to bowl – you know, contention is something I think uh, you'll probably want to expect from from them in, in maybe in maybe three or four years. Uh, going back to your piece uh, about the group of five and the expanded playoff, 
what did you find out about the potential of, of realignment? Is, is that kind of put on pause in, in these smaller conferences right now with, with this possibility being opened of, of making the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, they'd all like to move up if they can, get a get huge boost of television money and everything that comes with that, but I, I don't get any sense there's any interest from Power 5 teams to add any group of five teams, really. But obviously last fall there was that talk about Boise State and the American and, and the conversations they were having about potentially coming over. Um, it, 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 it appears that those conversations have kind of died down. And, you know, if you're Boise State, there's not really much of an incentive anymore to join the American. They've got a pretty good, you know, television, a unique television deal where they have their own deal with ESPN. That part of it is separate from the Mountain West. And all they got to do now is win the Mountain West and – be in the top 15, and they'll be in the playoffs. You know, they have a path now. They don't need to join the American in any hopes that the American could get an auto bid in the future because now everybody's now it's an even playing field for everybody. So if you're Boise State, I don't know if there's really an incentive to, to look for another league now. We're chatting with Chris Vanini from The Athletic. He covers college football. This is game time on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Uh, so July 1st, Chris, we, we got a lot of name, image, and likeness laws that are going into effect. The NCAA is still trying to figure this out. Uh, how much of a, you know, we, we spoke with Mac Rhodes actually yesterday from Baylor, and he seemed pretty confident that things would start to become uniform soon enough. But how much of a mess could this be initially with, with different states having different laws and the NCAA not being able to find kind of a uniform policy for everyone? Yeah, I mean, it's an absolute mess. I mean, the NCAA wanted to do something in January, delayed on it because the Department of Justice was, was interested. They hope to get a federal bill from Congress. That's not happening. So you've got, I think, seven schools that are set to go into on July 1st. But to get ahead of that, the NCAA wanted to put something together. But NCAA laws can't trump state laws, so there's only so much you can do. In the end, it appears that NCAA is basically going to let schools kind of make their own NIL rules as a, as a band-aid until there is a federal law, maybe by the end of the year or something like that. But it's going to be a real mess because I, I, don't, I don't think a lot of schools are really quite prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And so once July 1st sits, there's going to be a real mad dash for a bunch of stuff, and it'll settle down eventually. And, you know, the first handful of players that have sponsorships, you know, they'll get a lot of attention, but Pretty soon, I think we'll get used to it, like everything else we get used to, and, and everything will settle in, and then there'll be there'll be a federal law, and then then it'll be kind of all even again. Again, it's Chris Vanini. He has a piece today in the Athletic. Could college football playoff expansion to twelve teams eliminate the Group of Five level? Hey, Chris, we appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Yep, thanks for having me. There he goes, uh, Chris Vanini, talking college football expansion on the show, and. Uh, Tom, an update for you from Omaha. It is still 3-1 Vanderbilt. NC State hanging in this thing. Uh, the Wolfpack have a runner on first with nobody out trying to rally. Um, it, it, it's it been close at times to, to sort of imploding on them, but they've been able to get big outs and, and hang around long enough. So there's, they're still trying to find a way to win this game with an undermanned roster. You mentioned undermanned roster. It's pretty clear that it only takes nine to play the game, right? I mean, they got 13 guys on a roster, and they're hanging in there with the with the fourth ranked team in Vandy. And this is this is uh, it's borderline remarkable, as far as I'm concerned, that they're in this ball game. I mean, this this thing could have been a blowout. This thing could have been ugly. 
But uh, credit the Wolfpack, credit North Carolina State for hanging in there and fighting like crazy in a 3-1 ball game. And you, you, who knows what happens tomorrow, uh, Stephen? Uh, you, you, we just don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. but I, I, I like the way that. I mean, I like the way they're fighting. I, I think, I think they have. Uh, I think they've sent a message loud and clear all across the uh, the landscape of college baseball. Hey, we don't care how many guys we got. We're going to go play. No, I'd agree with that. It's been impressive what they've been able to do. Um, so, so we'll see how that plays out. And and getting back to talking to Chris, mm-hmm. I, I do think this is you know schools like SMU, UCF, um, they are going to be the biggest beneficiaries to this playoff expansion because I, I don't know, Tom. I don't know if they can compete with you know teams from the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big Twelve. But I'd like to at least see it. I'd like to see the games happen, and uh, we're going to see some of that now in the coming years with uh, with twelve teams getting in the mix. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to find out. The only way to find—I mean, we, we can have opinions all day long, but you know what? In sports, it's not. A, it should not be about opinion. It should be about fact. So go play the game. Put them on the field, and let's find out. Can SMU play with Alabama? I don't. I, you know, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a, on a on a year to year basis, I don't think so. But I don't know. Let's go find out if they're if they're ten and one or eleven and one, and you know, put them on the football field and let's go find out. Now, I still wonder, Stephen, in in maybe I'm making too much of it, but how do they determine or how will they determine? the those at large spots i mean how do we ensure that everybody gets a fair shake and not just the power five conference schools we're not just going to load this thing down with power five schools in in those at large spots are we i would hope not um but i do think it's a good question because i mean we've seen undefeated teams like ucf still be ranked in the teens you know like in Mm -hmm. the 12 to 17 range so you would hope that the committee would uh, give those gr- those teams an opportunity, but I can't say that for sure because they've been ranked, you know, towards the the bottom of uh, of the playoff rankings so far in, in on the year in and year out basis. You brought up Chris Vanini uh, in, in Chris Vanini's article. I did not realize it has been twenty three years since the inception of the BCS. 23 years that's crazy to think that that's when that thing kicked off but that's where we are but i will say this and i I realize the bcs gave us two teams but i did like the fact that there was a a design formula by people a lot smarter than me but a formula that 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 determined the those those teams that played in that game could we have something like that? I mean, maybe not that exact formula, but a formula like that that says this is this is the criteria we're going to use to determine those at-large spots and take the human element out of it. Yeah, I guess they could, but I, I really think it's still going to come down to the committee. And the problem with committees picking is it's so subjective because what they do is they just sort of form the teams they think are the best and then they give you the reasons as to why you know they feel like they're the best and, and, and they and they formulated that opinion probably weeks before the end of the season mm-hmm. yeah no no i think you're right it is game time at 5 30 we'll have the grab bag coming up next though i want to throw a cowboys topic out there and i'd love to get your opinion on the text line 254-662-1660 question is how much better can we expect the cowboys defense to be this coming season. We'll tackle that next on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see increasing clouds tonight with low temperatures falling to around 76 degrees. And your weekend forecast, decreasing clouds tomorrow. It's going to be another hot and humid day. 96, the higher heat index at 102. And on Sunday, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of showers and storms late in the day and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right, welcome back in. It is 17 after 5, 517. This is game time. Tom, Stephen, and EP, we're glad you're with us here as we roll through this Friday afternoon. Our 5 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by our good friends at VersaLift. And let me just tell you what's going on at uh, VersaLift uh, this afternoon. And, and every day, by the way, uh, you, can, uh, you can do this. If you're looking for a job, right now is a great time. VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company, is uh, right now they're hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. And all of those jobs start at about 17 bucks an hour or more. Now, if you need more information and you want to apply, 
It's uh, 7601 Imperial Drive, 7601 Imperial Drive. All right, let's uh, turn our attentions to the Cowboys. And, Stephen, you brought up an incredibly interesting question that we could probably do two hours on. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just wondering, because, you know, so Cowboys, they fire Mike Nolan. Mm -hmm. Dan Dan Quinn's coming in, and he's going to run a a 4-3 defense. And... You know, we, we already got some, some reaction on the text line, 254-662-1660. I'm curious, how much better can you expect the Cowboys defense to be? Leon chimed in and said, will not be any better without some safeties that can really fat, flat out play. And again, that's a position that the Cowboys have not really invested a lot in. And once again, this season, um, it's been more of the same. Some of their offseason additions, though, they, they signed Keanu Neal, who's coming over from Atlanta, safety slash linebacker. Um, obviously, they drafted Micah Parsons. They drafted Jabril Cox, Kelvin Joseph. Um, but, Tom, the, as far as the core groups core groups go, they didn't really add a bunch. And no. they still have questions at safety. I think there's still some questions at linebacker, even though you have some help there. So is Dan Quinn just like the mastermind that's going to change everything? Uh, that seems like a big ask for, for a defensive coordinator coming in in his first season. You're right, but I think one of the things that the core group uh, feels a lot better about is the fact that they feel like they can play in this system. They, you know, there was so much conversation, Stephen, a year ago about you know that odd man front, that three man front. You know, now you're going to be in an even man front. I, I think the guys, the core guys that you have returning from a year ago, uh, feel a lot more comfortable. They feel like the the, the defense when it was assembled, was assembled to be a even man front. And, and you know, they were you know, kind of forced into that defense last year. And they, I just think that they probably feel like they're more comfortable in this scheme. And maybe because they're comfortable in this scheme that they'll play at a, a higher level. Now, you, you, you bring up some great points. You're, you're still bad in some spots. And I don't care what, for, you know, what system you play, bad is bad. It is. I mean, their pass rush is, we'll see. I think Demarcus Lawrence has re- really struggled to get to the quarterback. I know they're, they're hoping for big things from Randy Gregory, but you always have to wonder with Randy, how available is he going to be? And I, I like Micah Parsons. I think he's incredibly athletic, but he he's coming off a season where he opted out. I know he has some character issues in the past. He didn't always buy in at Penn State, and I'm just not sure – the Cowboys is a place where he's going to figure out, you know, how to work really hard, how to be a great teammate, how to be someone who's locked in all the time. I know they're excited about using him in a lot of different ways because you can blitz with them. You can potentially put him on the edge, but Dallas needs somebody who can just get sideline to sideline and and make tackles. Jose and Temple said um, he's looking at, you know, the middle linebacker spot to get better. Um, and he, he just doesn't think Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith could cut it. And that was a huge problem last year, Tom. Those guys are going to have to improve and be better. And honestly, I, I mean, I think moving to a 4-3 might help those players, but for linebackers, it's still a lot of the same responsibilities, and, and those dudes are just going to have to improve if they're going to be better as, as a unit. Well, the first thing they're going to have to do is stay on the football field. They can't stay on the football field. I mean, these guys can't stay healthy. So they, they, the first thing they got to do is stay on the football field. And, and, and I'm going to circle back to, to Parsons for a second and just ask you a simple question. 
do rookies hit the wall? I mean, he's about to play a 17-game regular season with a couple of exhibition games. That's nearly two seasons. Do they hit? Do 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 rookies hit the wall at some point in the in you know getting accustomed to playing that much football? They could. You're also talking about a guy that didn't play last year. So I guess on one hand you could say he's fresh, but it's a huge jump from playing 12 games to 17, especially when you rested for an entire season. And, and I think also. I'm excited about this team. I think their expectations should be relatively high. Like, I feel like they should win the NFC East. But it is worth noting, Tom, I mean, they struggled even when Dak was healthy last year. Like, they mm-hmm. were 1-3, 1-4 in that Giants game when he got hurt. And then they ended up winning that game. They they lost a few after that. The defense sort of turned the corner as the season went on. They went from historically bad to just bad. But even when they were completely healthy, they were struggling. And because of that, you, you have to wonder how much better can this defense be and is it going to be enough to, to kind of get them over the hump? Well, it, it, you said historically bad, and I think you're 1,000% correct. If you came in here wanting to run the ball, you could run at will. If you came in here and said, you know what, we're going to throw it 50 times, you had high success. Whatever you wanted to do against Dallas – if you were decent, decent, that's all you had to be was decent, you could do whatever you wanted to. Look, we saw games where people just turn and hand the ball off, and it was six, it was seven, it was eight, it was 25. And then we saw guys that came in here and said, you know what, we're not going to run, we're just going to throw it right down. They did, People did whatever they wanted to against that Dallas defense. And, and the other thing you mentioned, they they weren't exactly setting the woods on fire when, when Dak was healthy. Well, stop and look at their running game. They just were not very productive in the running game. No, I mean, they weren't productive, and, and that goes back to the offensive line. Uh, Zeke, is, I think he's hit a wall in, in a lot of ways. And, you know, Leon mentioned the safety position not being that good, and, and I definitely agree with that. But I'd also say I, I'm concerned about these corners outside of Jordan Lewis. Um, you know, I know Kelvin Joseph is their second-round pick, and, and he's going to be someone that uh, they hope can make plays. But then once you get past those two guys, and, and obviously Joseph's a rookie, it's it's Anthony Brown, um, it's Maurice Canaday, you know, C.J. Goodwin, Jordan Lewis. Honestly, just sort of journeyman-type players. So you have to be able to as you said teams could pass on them you have to have more than one good cover corner in this league with as much as teams pass the football so who steps up behind Trayvon Diggs as someone who can um you know cover half the field and take on that number two or number three wide receiver that's going to be a big key and and what is what is Dan Quinn sort of learned you know that I know he was the head coach in Atlanta Tom but that did not end well so nope. are there things that he learned from that stint that he can apply to this Dallas job as far as not making those same mistakes? I, I think he probably can, and I think he probably will. You know, and you brought up, you brought up the corner position and, and the inexperience that they have at that position. Do you think the Cowboys really wanted to go get a corner in the first round and it just didn't work out the way the, way the draft fell? Oh, yeah, I think they definitely did. I mean, I'm sure they did have Micah Parsons high on their board, but I don't care what they say. There's no way that they weren't looking at, you know, Patrick Sertain or J.C. Horn 
as the pick at number 10. It just happened to go against them with Carolina and Denver taking those guys back to back. Uh, but that threw a wrench in their plan. And they, they might have ended up with a really good player in Micah Parsons at linebacker. And I do think they were high on him. But they were looking to draft a corner in the first round. I, I have no doubt in my mind. All right, uh, 526, 26 after 5. The CNC Collision Center text line, if you want to chime in, is 254-662-1660. I'll be honest, I don't have it pulled up. Uh, wh- where are we at there, Stephen? Yeah, thanks to uh, Leon and Jose and Temple, but you can keep chiming in, 254-662-1660, on this Cowboys topic if you want. And uh, we got the grab bag coming up next. Grab bag is coming your way next here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or maybe German to land a new job, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases, then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel, language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, babbel.com. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor Director of Athletics Mac Rhodes joined Game Time on Thursday. He discussed the 12-team playoff and how he thinks it's positive for college football. I think we were all anticipating expansion, but I think we were we were probably locked in at, at six or eight, and so the 12. I think caught us off guard and, and surprised us a little bit. And so it took me probably 24 hours to, to, to digest. But, um, you know, in a, in a number of ways, it's, it's really positive. I think it's really positive for, for college football. Texas defeated Virginia 6-2 on Thursday night to stay alive in the College World Series. They will now have to beat Mississippi State twice. They play the Bulldogs tonight at 6 o'clock. Rangers-Royals broadcast at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, it is uh, 531, and it is time for the grab bag. Things that we meant to get to, thought we were going to get to, could have gotten to, but didn't get to. And we're going to begin with college baseball and get you an update there. Uh, in the top of the ninth, it is Vandy 3 and North Carolina State 1. So there you go. Uh, and, Stephen, you mentioned this yesterday, and uh, you've had 24 hours to think about this one, but how about Jay Johnson to uh, to LSU? Two Two uh, trips to the College World Series in just six seasons, and he replaces Paul Maneri, who uh, in, in 15 years, five, uh, 13 years rather, five College World Series appearances and one title. Uh, your, your thoughts on Jay Johnson moving to uh, Baton Rouge? Well, it wasn't the guy that was on my radar, but he's had a good track record, as you said, been to two College World Series there in Arizona. And fairly young, too, at 44. So, I mean, maybe part of this was, hey, if this ends up being the guy, then he'll be here for a long time. Um, Stepping into a a much bigger pressure cooker there now, though. I I know Arizona has some expectations in baseball, but it's not nearly what you see uh, at LSU. And, um, you know, that also means you got a lot of resources to work with. But you got to win, so we'll see how he kind of handles that when he when he takes that job against the Baton Rouge. Yeah, you're right. The Tigers think that if they're not in Omaha in June, it has not been a good year. <laughs> that's just that's just kind of the expectation that uh, the uh, LSU baseball program has. All right, uh, Tim McMahon of ESPN is reporting that uh, the Mavericks have agreed to a deal with Jason Kidd to become their new head coach, and Nike executive Nico Harrison is going to sign on as the GM and run the uh, basketball operations for the Mavericks. And I, I'm a little perplexed. I don't know why Tim McMahon had to, to dig and, 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 and come up with that one. All he had it done was just ask Rick Carlisle, right? <laughs> Rick did uh, endorse 
um, Jason Kidd, which was sort of bizarre. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. First off, the Nico Harrison situation, um, it's intriguing. He's a Nike executive, as you said, and he has good relationships with players. So I, I think what they're trying to do here is make, uh, make the Mavericks a more attractive destination for the agency. Obviously, Luka Doncic is a great player. They want to surround him with good talent. So having someone as the GM who uh, knows these players well could be really beneficial. Um, I'm not a fan of the Jason Kidd hire. Now, Jamal Mosley, who's Rick Carl who was Rick Carlisle's top assistant there in Dallas, he was someone that had also come up a as a name that could be a candidate. And I I'll say it is strange that Rick Carlisle didn't really endorse him. He went ahead and endorsed Jason Kidd. Uh, Jason Kidd's a sharp guy, was a great player, but he hasn't been a really good head coach in the NBA. Had a, had a bad stint there in Brooklyn and then went to the Bucks and couldn't really figure it out with Giannis. Um, had a couple sub-500 seasons before he was fired. Now, he's had a chance to maybe learn from that as an assistant coach, um, but the track record's not great. And the other thing I'll say about this situation that I don't agree with or I just find um, perplexing is, you know, a few years ago, the Mavericks, there was a story that came out in Sports Illustrated about um, a culture of sexual harassment that had uh, been started in the Mavericks workplace and wasn't taken care of properly. And Mark Cuban was very apologetic about that. You know, he said, hey, we're going to um, move forward. We, we, I should have done better, but we're going to do better moving forward. We, we've hired Cynthia Marshall to come in and, and help us clean this up. We're going to be accountable. Um, we're going to allow our employees to be safe in reporting these types of things. And then you go hire Jason Kidd. And I know this was 20 years ago, but back in 2001, Jason Kidd was arrested and pled guilty to a charge of domestic violence. And people can change. And I understand that he paid his debt to society. And, uh, you know, he has the right to move on after that. But I just think for Dallas specifically, given their history with those issues, they shouldn't have been the organization that gave Jason Kidd another chance. I, I just, I think that's tone deaf at best. And I, I don't agree with how, Mark Cuban went about it. But as far as wins and losses go, we'll have to see when uh, when he gets there to Dallas and starts starts getting to work. Where does Dirk Nowitzki fit into this equation? And were you surprised that uh, former Maverick and current opera, uh, vice president of operations, Michael Finley, wasn't the guy or at least didn't appear to be uh, in the mix for the GM spot? I know he's staying with the organization, so I'd imagine he'd have some sort of role. Uh, but... I guess it's not going to be GM. That did surprise me a little bit. You know, I, I don't know if Dirk, I, I know they say he's going to have a role. I'm not sure if that's going to be more of a kind of PR, just a, a glad handing type of guy that makes everybody feel welcome if he's actually going to get down to business. But, I mean, I'm all for Dirk Nowitzki doing whatever he wants to do. He's the greatest player in the history of the franchise. He's the reason they won a title in 2011. Um, so I trust his judgment. And it is worth saying that he was somebody who signed off on Jason Kidd being the head coach. Um, as, of course, they were former teammates on that title team. Yes, yeah, special advisor is kind of his uh, his title. So what all that entails, we'll just kind of have to wait and see. But, you know, apparently he was in on the uh, on the Jason Kidd thing and, uh, and, and approved that deal, you know, as far as uh, his blessing or whatever you, you would like to call it. All right, this is an interesting one. Uh, the uh, British Open is coming up next month. I think it uh, gets underway July 15th. And... Players received a, a memo, a, a letter, if you will, and 
it miraculously got out to the media. Imagine how that works. Uh, and the UK, you know, obviously, uh, now it came from the RA, which runs the the, uh, the British Open, but the United Kingdom will not will not allow uh, players to share accommodations. The United Kingdom will not allow players to go to restaurants. The will uh, the UK will not allow players to go to bars and pubs. The uh, UK will not allow players to go to grocery stores, and they will require whether you have whether you have uh, whether you've uh, been vaccinated or not. You will be tested. So they're basically going to put those players on lockdown and say, okay, you can go to the golf course, and then you can go back to your room. That's going to be the drill. It looks like. For these players when that when they arrive for the uh, for the British Open, well, I mean, as much as we kind of feel like we're turning the corner, this is still happening, you know, in sporting events across the world. Uh, we talked about the College World Series today. NC State lost a lot of guys due to testing, and I guess this will be the standard, you know, if you're going to play in the British Open. Um, on the plus side for these players, typically, I, I assume you're only there only there for a little over a week, so you can probably make those sacrifices but uh yeah i know guys are ready to get out and about in town and probably don't want to be cooped up in their hotel room the whole time yeah a lot of the guys will go a week sometimes a couple of weeks early and they'll go play you know some link style type golf courses so they can kind of get accustomed to what kind of golf they're going to be playing when they get to uh to the actual uh british open and you know and kind of get accustomed to to the time changes and you know and, and get acclimated with the weather they so they'll go uh, you know some will go a week in you know early so i wonder if they change their plan and just as you point out go the week of and we're going to find out because it, it, again it looks like that these guys are going to be on lockdown it does um and you know i, I guess you just kind of have to if you're going to play in this tournament, that's the deal. But I understand why it would be frustrating to, to a lot of the players. All right. That is what we got for you on the grab bag here uh, on this Friday afternoon. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll dive into some more here on a uh, Friday afternoon. This is Game Time on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers host the Kansas City Royals tonight in game one of a three-game series at Globe Life Field in Arlington. There's a ground ball weekly hit to third. That'll score the run as Chapman glances home and has no play. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. And that's lined off the glove of Lowry. It deflects into center field. White hustles up to second base here. Our Geico broadcast time is 6.30 on the Texas Rangers Radio Network. Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts and Child Development, Associate of Arts and Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. 
Tonight at the Waco Hippodrome Theater, Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment proudly present country legend Doug Stone. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. I need a jukebox with a country song. It's like I blinked and suddenly all my business shifted to e-commerce. Business is changing. USPS is changing with it. Find out how at usps.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor Director of Athletics Mac Rhodes joined Game Time on Thursday. He discussed the 12-team playoff and how he thinks it's positive for college football. I think we were all anticipating expansion, but I think we were we were probably locked in at at six or eight, and so the 12. I think caught us off guard and, and surprised us a little bit. And so it took me probably 24 hours to, to, to digest. But, um, you know, in a, in a number of ways, it's, it's really positive. I think it's really positive for, for college football. Texas defeated Virginia 6-2 on Thursday night to stay alive in the College World Series. They will now have to beat Mississippi State twice. They play the Bulldogs tonight at 6 o'clock. Rangers-Royals broadcast at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Friday afternoon. Uh, drive safely if you're making your way home. 545, 15 away from 6. And uh, last check, Stephen, it was in the ninth inning, and uh, Vandy was leading 3-1. to one. I don't know if it's gone final yet or not. Yeah, it just did. Uh, ground out to the shortstop by um, NC State. They did have a runner on first and second. So they continued to scratch and claw and actually got the winning run to the plate. But uh, ground out to the shortstop ends it. So winner-take-all game tomorrow. Uh, we'll have to see tonight kind of what the situation is, what the situation is, excuse me, as far as um, who could be available for NC State. Is it going to be the same group of guys as today? The one benefit for the Wolfpack, they only used uh, two pitchers this afternoon. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so they'll have, I guess, if it's the, the same situation tomorrow, they'll still have two guys who have not pitched today. And then Sam Highfield played first base today. So he he shut out Vandy uh, not too long ago. And, Tom, I don't know if he would be available to get back on the mound. Um, that would be something we'd have to see tomorrow. But 
Uh, yeah, Vandy stays alive, winning that game three to one. NC State uh, coach Elliot Avent in an interview with ESPN said players who were not there today were back at the hotel being tested, and he hopes they'll be ready to go for the next game. Now, what does he know that we don't? I mean, or, you know, does is there a uh, rule that says, hey, if you're negative, you're, you're good to go tomorrow? I, I don't know. I, I certainly hope so. I, I hope they're as close to full speed as possible. You know, the only thing we do know is their second baseman's not there. Uh, he got sent home for the positive test. But uh, I, I look, if Vanderbilt wins the game, fine. But I certainly hope they win the game with NC State at least uh, with a, a strong complement of players so they can compete and, and, and compete at a high level. I mean, it, you know, so I, I don't know what that is, and I don't know what that looks like, and what what you know what they feel like they need, you know. But look, there was no mixing and matching today. They okay, we got a lefty at the plate. Let's go get our lefty. There was none of that today, was it, Stephen? I mean, it was. Hey, no. you go play here. You go play here. Can anybody catch? Okay, you get back there, and all right, you throw as many pitches until you get tired, and then we'll go get another guy. And they still competed. Yeah, they're trying to survive, and they still competed. So. Uh, we'll have to see how it plays out tomorrow. But I think if you ask Vandy, they'd say the same thing. I mean, they mm-hmm. want to beat they want to beat this team at full strength. So no question. Um, that'll be hopefully the scenario tomorrow night. All right, it's uh, thirteen away from six. We we uh, had Robert Flores on the program, and he was in our last hour. You know, from MLB Network, and and uh, he, you know he's a Houstonian, so we brought up the Houston Astros. But what do you make of this club right now? And I don't care if they're playing inter-squad scrimmages. They won what eleven in a row right now. <laughs> they're going, they're going gangbusters. Yeah, they're red hot. I mean, I, I think this rotation has kind of pieced together really well as the years gone on. Um, have, not having Justin Verlander was a big hit, but Zach Greinke leading the charge, and they found some guys behind him who can be reliable. I mean, Houston is doing what they've done really for the past um, decade or so, which is good starting pitching and then an elite lineup where you can't really take, you know, one through nine. You don't have an easy out. You don't have a hitter that can't uh, get on base and and make things happen. So I I like Houston a lot in the American League. I feel like, as Robert Flores said today, it's between them and the A's and the AL West. And uh, as the season goes on, we'll have to see how it, how it goes. But um, they've, they've got a, a really complete unit right now that's playing together. You mentioned pitching last night. Uh, Luis Garcia, six innings, seven hits, two runs, punches out five, and walks just two. You get a start like that, you've just given your, chan- your team a chance to win every baseball game. You have, and Garcia's been good. Framber Valdez has been a nice spark plug for them. Uh, Jacob Rizzi has been someone that's kind of been in and out of the rotation and has done nice things for them. Um, they've had guys step up, and as the as the season's gone on and as they've gotten healthier, you can tell this is a, a major contender in the American League. If 43, or 47 rather, and 28 on the year. Uh, it, Robert said it. It comes down to Oakland and, and Houston in, in, in the American League West. I'm shocked that he didn't mention the Rangers in in that race, but it, they're just, yeah, they're just a few games behind. <laughs> but you don't want to peak too early. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not doing that. They're nailing it on that front. Do, do you like the Astros' chances, or, or do you think this is Oakland's division to win? 
No, I like Houston. Um, I, I just think they're the, the better team. They're the one that's going to be able to hold up for the long haul of the season. I mean, Oakland's good, and they have a good pitching staff. Uh, Bob Melvin's done a nice job piecing that team together over the last few years. But I think over the course of 162 games, Houston's going to bear out to be the best team. I would just, I would just kind of looking through their lineup. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier, and we've been talking last few days about building – you're building your, your ball club, and who do you build around? you, you got to find the pieces, that's for sure, but you got to have somebody to build around. Is it, is it Correa? Is it Altuve? Who, who is, who's the guy in the middle for, for the Astros, in your opinion? Well, I think it's Altuve. I mean, I think everything goes around him. But, I mean, they're stacked. Like, Altuve is great. Correa is, is really, really good. Um, Michael Brantley is one of the best hitters in the league. I mean, he, he comes up and off the disabled list and just hits lasers everywhere. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is an exciting young player. They just up, up and down the lineup. They're really good. But I feel like Altuve is the, is the player that makes that thing go. I was just looking at, at, at the kid in center field. What is his name? Miles Straw. Uh, that, that's a kid last night that goes out and gets four hits. Four hits, you will talk about a table setter, goes and gets four hits out of that leadoff spot in six plate appearances. And his speed is uh, is a huge factor. So Straw's great. I mean, again, they're just one through nine. Um, they're set up really, really well. All right. Big plans this weekend? I mean, surely, you, surely you've got big plans this weekend. Well, uh, I got some family coming into town. Our other two children are coming back from uh, grandparents' camp, so I think <laughs> I think the plan is is trying to survive. But uh, we're hopefully going to get out. You know, Hawaiian Falls is a pretty nice water park. I think Sunday after yeah. church we're going to try to get out there. We'll see how uh, how things go tonight and tomorrow, though. I, I, I would imagine EP's got cooking in some circle this weekend. Well, tonight. Is the only chance I'm going to get to cook this weekend because we have good friends coming in from Austin, and when they come to Waco, they want to go hit all the good restaurants in town. So I will cook tonight. <laughs> I knew you would, uh, and I'm I'm going to go get some more boxes and tape and and run a U-Haul, and yeah, I'm going to have a great weekend too. Thanks for asking. So, all right, good uh, luck, that Tom. Is- <laughs> Thanks. That is going to do it for us. Uh, we, we certainly had a good time, and thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. We'll do it again Monday afternoon at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas.